You know motherhood should be sweeter than this. You are done being stressed out, overwhelmed, and barely keeping your head above water. You've tried to be everything to everyone, and you completely lost yourself in the process. The house is a mess, the kids don't listen, and you can hardly remember the last time you had a date night and really connected with your man. And sleep? What's that? In the middle of the distraction, the noise, the laundry, and the dishes, you started to think that you had to choose between having a successful career or staying home with your kids. But the truth is, you can have it all. The successful career, fun, Welcome back connected to the Joyful Momhood Positive Parenting, Time Management, like Marriage, and Family Podcast. I'm Today, we are wrapping up our series on boundaries, and we are diving into boundaries in Military relationships. Of 22 years, this can be any relationship that you have. Mama Friends, family, kids, client, spouse. If you have a relationship with that person, where you, you will need equipped boundaries. I'm Kim Macklin. I am the host of this podcast. I am a Momhood mentor. And, and certified professional life coach humans. and I help moms enjoy being a mom using my joyful mamahood framework. Again, I cannot say no this enough and if you missed the first episode in, in the series, so you can go back and listen to episode 28 for a boundary breakdown. And your this talks about what boundaries are and what they aren't. But the biggest takeaway in this is that boundaries are not about controlling other people or their behavior. They are all about and family. protecting your physical, they say your mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being. Welcome Boundaries are about hood. keeping you, your family, and your possessions safe. This is really a key indicator of a boundary done well and effectively and a boundary that is not done effectively. So healthy boundaries are essential in every single relationship that you have. Some of them will be spoken boundaries that you're going to need to communicate to other people while others will be unspoken, right? Like you're not going to walk into a bar and just be like, hey, I'm Kim. And if any of you here touches my butt tonight, I am going to like, and then put out your the consequence of the action, right? Like you are going to be able to know in advance, like what you're going to do. You're going to walk in that bar with confidence. You're going to not even worry about somebody touching you inappropriately because you know what you will do if they do, right? So some of our boundaries, like we don't need to speak them and it would really be um, quite silly if we did, right? So the one of the most important parts of setting and honoring boundaries is to know your why. When you know your why, it's so much easier to stick with honoring your boundaries when you get the pushback from the people who don't like your boundaries, right? And that pushback is where it starts to feel like it might be easier to just throw in the towel and call it quits, right? When you know your why and you can look at boundaries and setting boundaries as a way to protect yourself, and it's not about manipulation or control of another person, it's so much easier to honor them and to take the emotion out of it. Because what ends up happening is we get so fired up when we feel like our boundaries are not being respected, right? We're feeling disrespected. We're feeling dishonored. We feel like people don't take us seriously or they don't have any respect for us. 
and we feel like they're walking all over us, right? Like it, and it can bring up a lot of triggers from our childhood or from other relationships that we've had that have not had healthy boundaries. And then we find ourselves in this pattern where we're allowing people to take advantage of us. And I will tell you that the only people who are going to have an issue with you having boundaries are those who were benefiting from your lack of boundaries previously. I'm going to say that again, because the only people who are going to have a problem with you having boundaries, those people that are going to fight you, that are going to push back, those are the people who are gaining something from your lack of boundaries. And when you step up and decide that you've had enough, you are going to create a boundary and you are going to protect yourself, your family, whatever it is that you need to protect there is going to be pushback if people have been gaining something, whether it's power, whether it's your time, whether it's your energy, like whatever it is that they are gaining from the situation, they are going to be losing that. And that is when they are going to resent your boundaries and have a hard time with it. People who are supportive of you, who aren't you know, taking advantage of you, who have nothing to lose, or who may have been like inadvertently taking advantage of you, like maybe just taking a little because you were giving and not intentionally or not unkindly, but in a way that, you know, is just like, oh, they're giving this and they're giving this. I'm like, okay, well, I'll just take that. The people who are really in your corner and the people that are lifting you up and they want to see you succeed, they're not going to have a problem with you saying like, hey, I got a hard stop at this time. Or like, hey, I'd love to chat with you, but I can only be available for 10 minutes. And they're not going to have a problem with that, right? Because they want you to succeed. They want what is best for you, right? So boundaries can be super tricky to create and they can be even trickier to honor or enforce. I like the word honor better because enforce just feels like, you know, we got to like throw the hammer down and we need to be forceful. And I don't think that that's necessary. I think if we can honor our boundaries without being, you know, forceful and aggressive, right? So they're tricky to honor. And there's a fine line sometimes between the manipulation of another person and the protection of yourself. And the differentiator of that is intent. So what is your intent when establishing boundaries, right? Is it to change another person? If it is, like I can tell you right now that your boundary is not going to be effective, nor will it be healthy. It will create a lose-lose situation for everyone involved. And this is one of the ways that I help my clients create more peaceful, connected, and harmonious relationships in my signature coaching program, the Joyful Mamahood Mentorship. So if you are struggling with how to establish and honor healthy boundaries, let's chat. My, day, my DMs are open and let's see how I can help you. The links are in the comments or in the show notes and you can just click on that and go right to my inbox and send me a message. I'd love to chat with you to see if it would be a good fit to work together. So you get to decide what your boundaries are going to be. It's your choice. It's up to you. You get to decide. You have permission to decide decide. 
So if your parents spank your kids to keep them in line and you have read all of the studies about how detrimental this is to their well-being and you've decided that you want to discipline for like real heart change, right? Not obedience out of fear. And they tell you that their kids turned out just fine and they'll parent their grandkids how they want. Maybe your boundary is not allowing your kids to be unsupervised with their grandparents. Same with not respecting food choices due to allergies or sensitivities or even preferences. Like how you decide to feed your family is your choice. And to have somebody go around that and manipulate that means that they are not safe for your child who you want to have a particular diet because of whatever reason you choose. It could be an allergy, but your kid doesn't have to have an allergy for other people to respect you. Maybe they have an allergy. Maybe they're just sensitive to dyes or maybe they're sensitive to sugar crashes. And so you're really trying to limit a lot of the processed foods and things like that in their diet because it is negatively affecting their behavior or they're having skin conditions or they're having intestinal conditions. And you're trying to just figure it out, right? Like either you know about it or maybe you don't know about it and you're experimenting. And the next time that you turn around, you've got grandma sneaking the kid jelly beans or, or giving them, you know, some ice cream. And it's like, oh, a little bit won't hurt. Actually, if they have a dairy allergy or a dairy sensitivity, a little bit could hurt. So it's your responsibility to come in and to keep your kid safe. Are you tired of feeling guilty and regretful as a mom? Like you aren't doing enough or you wish you could just do things differently? Are you looking for a solution to create more peace and fulfillment in your life without feeling guilty about wanting more than spending your days with these beautiful people you are raising? Well, my friend, I have some great news for you. On July 6th, I am giving away some of my best kept secrets for free. Yep, that's right, absolutely free. As a classroom teacher turned homeschooling mom to three kids, an entrepreneur and a military spouse who often has to wear all the hats and be everything to everyone in seasons of solo parenting, I have faced the struggles of balancing work, volunteer, and home life while trying to maintain meaningful relationships with my family and friends and meet my own need for fun. After loads of trials and errors, I have discovered the key to thriving in motherhood and creating a well-run home where everyone is happy, supported, and connected. Here are the key benefits that you will gain from attending this event. You will learn how to avoid the three big mistakes that keep you from showing up as the calm, present mom you are meant to be. You'll create harmony between your work life, your home life, and the pleasure and fulfillment you crave without feeling guilty for wanting more. You'll cultivate meaning relationships with your spouse and kids. You'll enlist support through delegation, clear communication, and authentic connection. And you will create a culture of teamwork in your home where everyone owns their responsibilities without micromanaging, threatening, yelling, punishing, or controlling. I am a mom who has been where you are. I know the struggles and challenges of motherhood firsthand. But through nearly two decades of parenting and countless hours in the classroom and in professional development, I have discovered the keys to creating a joyful mamahood.
I am trustworthy and I am committed to helping you achieve peace, connection, and unity in your home. So don't miss out on this life-changing event. Join me on July 6th at 11.30 Eastern Daylight Time, 8.30 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time, and ditch mom guilt and cultivate a joyful mamahood. This event is free and the tools and strategies you will gain are priceless. You can sign up now at the link in the show notes. It's bit.ly slash ditchmomguilt723. Remember, not knowing these tools and strategies will keep you stressed out, overwhelmed, and burdened by mom guilt. Let's change that together. See you there. And then there also comes a time where you just have to decide whether a relationship is worth continuing when you know that harm is being done. And is the benefit of being in a close relationship or having a relationship with this person worth it when you know in your heart of hearts that there is no teaching old dogs new tricks, right? Can you, as a parent, counteract that unintentional harm that like great grandpa is doing by telling your kid to be a good boy and throw the trash away for him, right? Absolutely, you can. You can model what you want to see. Thanks for throwing Pop-Pop's trash away for him. That was really helpful. And you're such a good kid, whether or not you chose to be helpful and throw the trash away, right? When great grandma is like, hey, uh, be a good girl and bring bring me the milk out of the refrigerator. Oh, you're such a good girl. Thanks for doing that. You get to say, that was really helpful for you to go grab that for Gigi. And you are such a good girl because of who you were created to be and who you are. It doesn't have to have anything to do with you, right? And then later, you can have that discussion. Like you can sit down and connect with your kids and have a discussion about how you believe that your kid is a good kid. And it doesn't have anything to do with his or her behavior or what he or she does, but who they are, right? And it could be something super simple like, I don't know, like, have you noticed that Pop-Pop has a different way of talking to kids than we do? And then let them talk. They may have noticed a lot that you didn't even know that they were picking up right? And then affirm them. Share why you make the choices that you make as a family. Reassure them that their extended family loves them so, so, so much because that is not the issue, right? And also let them know they just have a different way of doing things and they've learned a different way of speaking both to and about kids, right? Your voice in your kids' lives is going to be so much louder and more powerful than those weekly visits with the grands or holidays with the great grands, right? Like your intentional conversations with your kids, it matters, right? And I get it, right? I get it. You may be thinking, but Kim, I don't have the capacity to have these conversations, I have all these kids, I have all these messes, I have all these responsibilities, all the demands on my time. I just can't. Sweet mama, I get it. I honestly get it. I honestly do. But what happens though? 
what do you risk if you don't take the time to circle back, to teach, to talk, to reassure? On the daily, what happens? This is one of the reasons that my clients come to me to help them. They want to reduce the mental load. They want to increase their energy to lighten their mood and to make time for everything that's a priority to them. They want to increase their capacity for what truly matters. If this is you, let's chat. I would love to see if I can help you. And as far as relationships that aren't healthy and that need to end, Really, only you can decide that, right? You may have relationships in your life that are truly toxic, like people who are unwilling to change or are even who are unable to see how their behavior is harming others. You get to decide who to keep in your life and to what extent. And that is the beautiful thing about boundaries. And it's not meant to control other people. It is meant to protect your space and I know that it's really challenging sometimes to create these boundaries, but once you have them in place, it is so incredibly freeing. And boundaries really do, like they're not constricting, they're actually quite freeing. And being able to have those boundaries in your, li in your life really makes room for everything that is important to you as well. And so some boundaries are really easy, right? Like if you let your teen borrow your clothes and she leaves them wadded up at the bottom of her closet, you get to decide whether or not she gets to continue to use them, right? Like easy. You have clients who monopolize group calls and take away from the experience of other people that you serve or um, just change the vibe in your call, it's your responsibility to protect your space, right? Like when you have clients who consistently take an additional 30 or 60 minutes in a call that's scheduled for an hour and you don't want to give that time, it's your responsibility to protect your time. If you want to give that time, that's fine. But if you feel resentful or like it's a burden to you to, you know, keep giving that time that you hadn't allotted for, then it's your responsibility to protect your time and to free that up. When your kids continue not to listen, it's your responsibility to lead in a way that evokes cooperation. If you want to learn more about boundaries and parenting, go back to episode 40, which is the one right before this, where I go into more detail around this subject. I'm not going to elaborate here on those examples, just because there's a whole episode dedicated to boundaries around parenting. But it is essential for you to have boundaries around what your kids are and allowed, aren't allowed to do. And just because you are you know, their mom and you have to serve them and you have to grow them up and you have to do things for them doesn't mean that you do that without boundaries. So your boundaries keep your energy and your boundaries keep your capacity and your well-being, right? Like that is, it's still very important to have boundaries around your kids too. One of the common things that I hear, um, is like with later nursing kids. So kids who are like two or three and they're still nursing and they just decide that they want to nurse whenever they want. And, you know, you're in this 
weird space, right? Where you're like, this is my body, but it's also my kid's food source. And at that point, you know, they're obviously eating more solids in most cases. And so they're not really hungry. Maybe they're looking for it for comfort and that's okay, but it's also your your body. And so you get to create a boundary around when it's okay for your child to nurse and when it is not okay for your child to nurse. And if there's not like an actual hunger need of an infant, um, then you're able to say, I don't want to nurse right now. We can do this. And you can find another way to comfort your kid. And it's okay if they are upset with that, right? This That is the thing about the creating boundaries. It is okay if people don't like that. It's okay that your kid doesn't isn't happy with your choice. It's okay that your mom isn't happy with your choice. That's not the the goal right it's the goal is not happiness because we can make everybody happy and many of us have spent years and a lifetime making other people happy at the expense of ourselves so when your mom continues to talk about your weight or other people's weight or their bodies in the store or in front of your kids or your kids weight or the way they look or their style or what they want to wear or how they like to wear their hair and they're speaking of it in a critical way it's your responsibility to protect your well-being and the well-being of your kids when bossy aunt betty comes in and incessantly tells you how to parent your kids and she's going all off right about how back in her day little johnny would have been smacked upside his head if he talked like that or looked gave the look like that or she takes it upon herself to take matters in her own hands and you're sitting right there right like it is your responsibility to protect the physical mental and emotional well-being of your kid and you get to decide what is the boundary what is the consequence of of breaking that boundary or crossing that line. If your boss asks you to put in three extra hours of work on a project without pay, it's your responsibility to protect your value, your worth, and your time. If you need help creating healthy boundaries in these tricky situations, let's chat. I am fairly gifted at this and I walk my clients step by step, start to finish through creating healthy boundaries designed to protect, not to change the other person. And I know, like I know it can be tricky, but I also know that you can do it, especially with the right support, the right tools and the right framework at your disposal. So if you need help around this, again, my DMs are open. Click the little link in the in the comments of the show notes below and send me a message. I'd love to see if I can help you or just send you in a direction of someone else who can if I am unable to. So that's a wrap for this very empowering series around boundaries. This is our last episode in the series. Next week, we will be back with a completely different topic that is not boundaries, even though healthy boundaries impacts every single area of our lives. So head on over to the Joyful Mamahood community and tell me where you need to create healthy boundaries in your life or share a story about how you have created healthy boundaries in your life and what that ended up looking like. What was the process for you? And uh, what was the pushback? How was it received? And where are you now? I love to hear real relatable stories to help empower other moms in the group. Thanks for listening. And we will see you in the next episode. Hey, mama. 
Before you go, did you know that there is a community specifically for Joyful Mamahood listeners? That's right. Even though this episode is over, we don't have to say goodbye just yet. Grab a friend and follow the link to the Joyful Mamahood community in the show notes for deeper conversations around today's episode and to connect with other mamas in the hood. Thanks for listening to the Joyful Mamahood podcast with your host, Kim Macklin. If you loved this episode, please subscribe on your favorite podcast app and take a moment to review it on iTunes. Your review helps other mamas find this podcast and lets me know that you are loving what you hear. You can also take a screenshot of this episode, tag me, and share it on your socials. Now get out there and create your own joyful mamahood.